Yes, you've reached the right place. You are here with the one and only Big Dog on the Big Dog Show. How in the hell are you? Huh? How you holding up? What is this, two days after? Day after. Sorry, day after. Well, two days after my birthday. So I want to thank everybody out there for wishing the Big Dog. Yours truly happy birthday wishes uh, meant the world to me. And uh, I don't I don't want to say I don't feel 58 because I do. <laughs> it's uh, not so much, uh, you know, the the physicality of it as as I guess maybe that's the mileage, but there's physical issues too. So, but uh, still going forward, still moving, still getting up in the morning. Thank you, God, my Lord and Savior. Uh, I mean that wholeheartedly, and uh, He has blessed me in so many ways. Uh, got the grandkids, and you know, my family, and uh, things are things are going, things are moving. You know, the network's taking off. Uh, this show is still continuing, and I'm happy to be back doing this show for you uh, and for me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but how you holding up day after, huh? Huh? Now, I said <laughs> I said early on that I was not going to get political in this episode. I did a little video here today, and I'm not going to. I'm just going to ask, how, how, how's, you, how's that feeling? I know how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, um, seventeen things the minute you're in office. Just we're just going to leave that there. Okay, we're going to move on to, to to brighter and better things, guys. I want I want this episode to uh, have a lot of uh, music and and some fun and uh, you know we can talk about other things. I mean, we finally got some snow here in Kalamazoo uh, area, Southwest Michigan area. I mean, there's there's been snow north and a, maybe a little bit south of us, but uh, I was asking for a winner. You know, I'm again. I, I said on on earlier program that I am a guy who likes winter. I I don't indulge in the winter sports anymore, but we used to toboggan and you know snowboard, which is you know uh, it was you know a different thing when we were doing it. Uh, trust me, that's been around since the seventies. Okay, we had uh, wooden snowboards that had a string on the end of them. Anybody remember those? It was called I think it was called snurfing. Because you were snow surfing, remember those? And I mean, you know, your ass would get flying. Uh, and you look how much farther we've come with that. So did that back in the day, ice skating, tobogganing, uh, just outside in the snow. Uh, didn't mind being out in. I mean, you know, out to the point where I couldn't feel my fingers and toes. And that was even as a teenager, even a young adult, I was out enjoying the weather. I still do. If I get out there, you know, I'm not. I, like I said, I'm not out here rolling around like some crazy nutbag in the backyard. Well, at least that you know. What? 
You're telling me you don't play in the snow? Come on. You know, I can't get Mama to go play in the snow, but that's a whole other show, right, fellas? Huh? So I enjoy the change of seasons. Um, you know, I've been trying to get Mama Cat to uh, go and camp with me, do a winter camp. Now, there's several ways you can do this, guys, now that we're on the subject. Uh, you know, winter camp, you can go out there with your SUV. There are state parks that are open in the winter, you know, all seasons. Uh, there are a lot of them that are out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, when they say rustic, they're not kidding. Uh, you may have hand-pumped wells. Uh, they may take the cap off and cap those for winter. I, I'm not sure how that works because uh, you would imagine that most of the water underground would freeze. Uh, here nor there, point is, the first way you can go out and camp, go out there with your SUV and your tent. Now, I'm not telling you to go out in a summer version tent. Now, I've seen people on YouTube videos do this. I do not recommend that because that means you've got to bring extra tarp and extra setup. Uh, your best bet, if you're going to do this type that I'm going to run by you here, again, there's a few types that we're going to cover. If you want to go out there, uh, get yourself a, uh, like a four season tent, you know, that, you know, you can zip up the windows on the screens, that there are no, no open screen areas because obviously you do not need airflow. Now you may want to unzip one of the windows slightly so you have a little bit of airflow because what comes next is that um, when you decide to do winter camping of that, that nature, um, bring a snow shovel so that you can clear your, your spot. Put your tent down, uh, put it up as quickly as you can. In order to, to make that tent warm inside, there's a product which we have bought. Uh, I get no kickbacks from this, but it's called Little Heater Buddy. And they're great. You can get them at Walmart. I mean, a lot of stores carry them. They take these little cans of propane. And uh, Big Dog would not steer you wrong here. Okay, sexy bitches, I, I would not do that to you. Uh, you, you hook up this canister. Uh, you light it, you turn it on low, and I would say you'll bring about four of these propane canisters because with my experience, we've used them in a tent, we've used them in our camper, our vintage camper. Um, on low, you know, I had to use two during the night. Uh, and and that depended. I mean, I you know, come early morning, it had just run out, so I had to pop the other one in to get the heat back up inside you know, the tent. Now they work within enclosed spaces. So if you've got a four season tent and it's got a little bit of insulation property to it and you're out here, you know, you'll stay somewhat warm. Now these are safe in the sense that uh, um, I believe that when they're knocked over, they will shut off, uh, but put them in a safe spot. Again, I, I urge you to look at your surroundings when you're setting up your cots. I do not Say sleep on the ground unless you've got air mattresses, and even with even with cots, folks, have a layer under you because the quickest way for you to lose body heat is not have something under you that's insulating. Okay, and that even goes for an air mattress because it'll suck the body heat right out of you. Air mattresses probably not the best uh, in cold weather camping because you know once that air gets cold enough in there, that will start to collapse. Uh, so I, I say cots, if you want to uh, be on the ground with a rubber mat or whatnot, that you do what you, you do you, and that's cool. But make sure you insulate yourself. Make sure you got something down. Uh, make sure you got a good sleeping bag and, and quite a few pairs of covers for each of the people that are there. And, of course, your pillow. 
um, you will stay warm. The reason I want you to crack that window is because if you're going to run run that heater buddy in there, you don't want to use up all, you know, the oxygen in the tent. And you wouldn't think that could really affect you or be a factor, but it can, okay? So just be safe. So you have that version. And then outside, you bring some firewood or, you know, you go outside. Of course, let me point this out because it probably goes without saying, but the big dog is going to say it anyway because, trust me, I've known some people that knew we were going out into the elements and did not bring clothes that were appropriate. Okay, you know where I'm going with this? Wear winter clothing. Wear layers. Bring extra change. Two changes. Get yourself a good-sized backpack. And I'm not talking, you know, one of these uh, little bug-out bags, which is good to have, too. That's a whole other show. But get a good-sized one, which I, I have purchased. I keep two pairs of change of clothing in there, two socks, underwears, whatever you need. If you got thermals, wear them. You know, when you get in the tent, take your damn boots off. Try to keep the floor dry. Even if you got to bring old towels from home or blankets to walk on, uh, don't wear your boots to bed. You know, get to let your feet, you know, breathe. Um, but wear warm clothing, okay? Now take your butt outside. Uh, if you brought some firewood, clean out your fire pit, your fire area. Uh, I will tell you in winter, if you want to do the bushcraft stuff and you've got your starter stick and all this other stuff, you, you again, you do you. Me, I'm about convenience when I'm I'm camping unless I've got to do bushcraft survival, okay? Um, here's a tip, too, real quick before we get into the fire making. I save dryer lint and dryer sheets. That stuff is the best fire starting kindling ever, ever. And, and if you have Vaseline at home, folks, soak some cotton balls in Vaseline or a little bit of petroleum oil because they'll burn instantly okay keep them in a keep them in a, a double sealed plastic uh, sandwich bag and take that stuff with you so anyway get your get your wood ready and have a fire outside right start your fire uh you can bring some gelled fire starter to help out i suggest that you do that kerosene is great okay keep it in a container that you you know store outside in your vehicle don't put that anywhere near the fire obviously or anywhere in the tent where things can happen um you know, douse your wood, get your fire started, bring some of your chairs that you use when you, you camp in the summer, sit out by the fire, uh, cook a meal on the fire. Again, bring, bring, pack so that you, you have the things that you need, okay? And uh, have a meal, have a step two. I'm borrowing that phrase from Steve Willis. Uh, again, I get no kickback from Steve, but I watch Steve Willis on YouTube. This guy does all this crazy camp and stuff. And he does a lot of stealth camping, which is a lot of fun. And if you winter camp, you know, he once he gets the tent set up, he's ready to have a step two, which is your drink of choice. It could be soda pop, and it's usually a beer with him. And, of course, he has p people that give him beer donations. I almost want to start something like, like that here on the Big Dog Show. You know, uh, seriously, if you guys want to have a beer donation and you want to send it to yours truly, and I will drink them during the program. I, I'm always up for a beer. I'm not crazy drinker, but, you know, or I will, I'll give you a shout out here on the Big Dog Show for your donation. And, uh, you know, maybe even send you a Big Dog t-shirt because we are in the process of making Big Dog t-shirts. And, uh, you, you know, just let me know. Let me know. That'd be cool. So that's your first way to winter camp. I suggest that you bring, okay, uh, ready made meals. If not, you know, bring your meat, cook it over the fire, as I said, 
bring things that you can cook on your fire uh, while you're there. Uh, if you want to bring a camp stove and set that up in your tent, again, just please be cautious and careful. Uh, big dogs just preaching tons of safety, 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 okay? But you, you do what you want to do for your meals. Uh, I know that we bring a lot of ready-made things. We bring instant coffee, nothing like fresh, hot coffee in the morning. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, uh, I invested in getting a uh, what I call a cowboy coffee pot. Now, these are campfire coffee pots. You can get a medium to large, and uh, you can watch videos on how to make proper camp coffee, you know, in a percolator. And uh, you can do it that way or do instant. Again, it's up to you and your adventure. <clears throat> you know, it's up to you and your adventure, what it is you want to do. Hang on. Big Dog's got to take a quick drink here. Mmm. Vitamin C, it's good for you. So, you know, your adventure. You you pack out what you need. I'm just giving you some ideas. Scarves, gloves, again, winter-appropriate clothing if you decide you're going to take a hike, you know. Um, also, leave leave a plan with somebody. When you guys go off and do winter camping, I don't care if it's, it's all season camping. Let somebody in your family or a friend know that you're going camping, where you're going to be, so that if, you know, you don't show up, obviously people know you're missing and they come a-looking because things happen, you know, and you could be in a way. Um, I always try to encourage people to take adventures or go camping in in pairs or, or in groups because the way the world's going, you know, I'm not being paranoid. Big Dog's just trying to, again, give you some options and some advice here. Uh, you know, there's safety in numbers. There really is. And uh, those of you that carry, you know, that goes without saying, take your take your friend with you. And uh, that also adds a little extra security to your situation. Now, the second way to winter camp is what we call boondocking. Um, when I say we, I guess it's those of us out who are out here who are camp enthusiasts, you know, and, uh, there's not much to that. I mean, you can, you know, you can do the same process, uh, to get yourself geared up. Um, and what you're doing is boondocking in a vehicle that allows you to sleep comfortably in the vehicle. Now I'm not telling you to go out there and sleep in a Volkswagen Beetle, God forbid, unless you're that small. I mean, come on. Uh, we're talking SUV. Um, again, my version of winter camping, boondocking, or tent-wise, again, may be different than your idea. You may go to a state park where they plow and you're able to get in and out. You know, me, I like to go through the snow. We have four-wheel drive vehicles. Uh, we've got two Jeeps and we also have a Pathfinder. All three very capable off-road uh, four-wheel drive vehicles, you know, that could go through the snow. Now, you know, if the snow's up to your ass crack, I, you know, I, I'm not telling you to go out there and get yourself in a situation. If you travel in groups of Jeeps and stuff, and this is what you're doing, you got a guy trail breaking, whatever, go have fun. Again, there's options. I go out with my four-wheel drive. Um, we pick a vehicle that's big enough for mama, cat, and I to sleep in. Now, when we had lightning, uh, those of you who are new to the show, uh, this was a, a 1997, uh, or excuse me, 99 uh, Dodge uh, truck that I had, um, a Dodge Durango. And it was my Ghostbuster Durango. And it was 
excellent for boondocking. There was so much room in that trunk space when you put those rear seats down that we did it several times. The only thing that really threw it off for us was uh, being around other people boondocking and, and campers and whatnot because it was dressed up as an ecto, you know, an ectomobile, a Ghostbuster car. So it drew a lot of attention. That was probably not the wisest thing to do because when you do some of the stuff, you just want plain vehicle, maybe a little incognito. Anyway, I got off track there. Big dog, it happens. You know, it, it, big dog's guilty of that on occasion. So let me get back on track. So make sure that your vehicle allows you to sleep comfortably, uh, you know, in the seat, in the back, whatever it is that you decide you want to do. Uh, again, bring appropriate clothing. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention, too, that if you guys go out and you winter camp, you should always make sure, and I all time times of the year, okay, another big dog hint. Dun, 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 dun. This in, a hint from big dog. I should do a segment there. No? Okay. Uh, I do have a hint for you guys. Keep emergency vehicle preparedness kits in your vehicles. If you own several vehicles, Again, this is part of the winter thing. This is when I started doing it, but I realized this came in handy all types of weather, all seasons of the year. Uh, you know, they have real expensive ones out there that you can buy. Uh, you know, if you find one for 40 or 50 bucks, I would encourage you to open it up, take a look at what's in there. Should have a very good pair of jumper cables. Uh, should have some road flares, if not road flare lights. Okay, uh, and maybe even a toe strap. Now, a lot of them come with uh, toe straps that you could use on any vehicle, most Jeeps. They're there. Uh, there are some cheap kits that I would re not recommend. Uh, maybe I'll do a show on that at some point uh, in on our video series that's coming out soon, by the way. A little tag there that you're going to soon see the Mama Cat and Big Dog Adventures on YouTube with our travels, and I'm going to cover some of that stuff. But get yourself a bag, an emergency bag. Um, make sure it's got like the little signs, you know, that you could put on the road or maybe slap in the window. Something to let somebody know that you're in a dire situation. Uh, the same thing is I don't promote probably going too many places where you do not have cell service. Okay. And make sure that if you, you've got plug-in charge capability on your vehicles, and if that goes awry, I we purchased one. We're going to get probably a couple of these, those extra uh, charge units that you can hook up to your phone or your devices. You know, make sure they're charged before you go on these trips. And uh, you also have those as a backup because, you know, having that contact when something were to go awry, uh, that's important. Uh, I also suggest that, and this is, again, part of this camping thing, okay, and if I'm rambling, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to have a, I think this is a good topic here. And I, again, that's part of the show. You know, I want to, I want to share some information. Um, but the other thing I suggest uh, is that we've, we've put CBs in two of our vehicles. Now I would ask you um, to get, you know, once you buy the product, Get them installed by somebody who really knows what they're doing with these so they can get them zeroed in. There's usually about a two to four mile radius on regular CBs. Uh, I have been, my my big dog ass crack has been saved it's numerous times by CB radio. 
uh, too many times to, to, well, not too many times to count, but, uh, you know, and I would say in the last 15 years, at least four different times, we've had to use those in order to have help because we had a car breakdown. And, uh, man, it was great to have them, as well as uh, knowing about traffic conditions and other things when you're on the highway. Now, there are newer versions of that. Again, I'm not going to bore you with that. Go on YouTube, look it up. You should probably have something like that in your vehicle if you do a lot of camping or you are into these adventures, you know, if you're into doing this lifestyle adventuring. I know I am. The big dog's all about this. But it helps you stay in touch. So if there's an emergency, again, you got two different ways, maybe three. You know, there's other ways. You could have a handheld, too, a handheld uh, unit in, you know, one of these satellite deals that you can spend money on. So let's get back to the basics. So, the, excuse me, the basics. You know what? Before I do that, before we get back to the basics, um, let's take a quick music break. I know I've been yapping my lips off. Uh, we'll cover more when I come back, I promise. Uh, but you're right here with me, the big dog. We'll be back for more. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. <laughs> my mommy. Well, I've been afraid of changing Cause I've built my life around Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive.
And as I promised, I, I, I came back. Again, don't, don't really go anywhere. I don't. We're, I'm here in the studio. But I'm back. I'm back to talk to you. So where we left off was, let's getting back to the second option, which is boondocking. You sleep in your vehicle. Bring your blankets. Bring stuff to sleep underneath you. As I said, you, you want to make sure uh, that you're insulated because you don't want your body heat. Now. If there's a way for you to crack a window, okay, you can use the little heater buddy in your vehicle in the back. And I'm going to tell you that thing works like a charm. It'll get so warm you'll want to turn it off or turn it down. Uh, you will stay warm. Uh, I also suggest that if you're one of these people that thinks, well, I can just run the car while I'm sleeping. Well, excuse me, you, you know, you can. Um, I did that once or twice and I cracked a window and what I ended up doing was turning the car off every couple of hours and I didn't get the best sleep. I was worried about carbon monoxide poisoning, you know, the exhaust coming in, uh, the car overheating. I mean, you know, if you got a car and you trust it, you could do that. You could run that heat in there and probably stay warm for, you know, four or five good hours of sleep. I would suggest not doing that. Um, if you're going to do a winter camp, again, get yourself a, a little buddy heater. They are affordable. Get yourself some propane and keep your butts warm in the back there. Uh, unless, you know, you've got enough in there that you can stay warm and sleep comfortably. Again, these are just options. These are ideas. I'm trying to, to make you prepared or get you prepared. Not make you. I can't make you do anything, but, you know, get you prepared. Give you some ideas. Um, Again, you can snack in there. And, of course, if you're in a place where you've got a signal, and uh, Mama Cat and I have loved doing this, uh, you, know, you know, we bring our, our pad and our phones. We're able to watch movie back there. Um, you know, if we if we boondocked, if we weren't at a camp place, uh, we boondocked, you know, at Walmart. So there were other people there with RVs and stuff. And the nice thing was you needed something. You get up in the middle of the night, you know, when whenever we go back to 24-hour, you know, in the insanity world we're living in right now. Don't get me started. <sighs> Take a breath, big dog. Take a breath. Okay. Um, the nice part was also having restrooms in the morning got up, you know, instead of just doing your nature's call. And that's that that segue is gonna be an important segue here in a second. Okay. We're gonna cover camping restroom. Uh, maybe you were already asking that and you were wondering if I was gonna mention it, but I will. Uh, boondocking, you know, near Walmarts, uh, other places that, you know, they're okay with it. You don't have an issue. Or if you're at a state park and they keep the bathrooms open, they just don't have showers and certain things operating. Uh, some of them do, some of them don't. That's the weird part. Um, I, I know that we checked into about into one in Indiana about going there and they said, well, we have uh, porta potties put up because we shut down the showers and the bathrooms. So at least that was available. But if not, you know, you're at a place, you can go in where it's warm, use the restroom, do a quick hose bath, baby. Anybody know what that is? Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to describe it, but yeah, it's just a quick wash here and there, the doodads. Make yourself, you know, smell presentable, look clean, brush your teeth for the love of God, okay? Man. Um, so you go out there and you, you can do that. Now, if you're out camping, tent-wise, okay, the first option I've already presented to you, and or boondocking, you can make yourself a toilet. Now, 
If you go to Sportsman Outdoor Outfitters, whatever the hell that store is called, and a lot of these places, you know, um, I think Dunham's might have them. I didn't take a, a close look. Let me just say any place that may have sporting goods, okay, outdoor sporting stuff. If not, you can make your own. I'm going to tell you, here's, here's two ways that you can make your own travel toilet. And it's clean. It's efficient. Okay, get yourself get yourself some of those hefty bags that have, you know, like the pretty scent to them. Uh, you know, they, they're supposed to mask the odor. I suggest that. If not, then you're going to have to carry a bunch, you know, powder or something with you. I suggest just getting the hefty bags and some spray, okay? Now, this is in case you have to, you know, you need to go inside while you're in the back of the car or something. Uh, you don't want it stinking in there, so you want spray, all right? Let's get to the, the toilet builds. You get yourself a good 5- or 10-gallon bucket, okay? Now, you're going to think, oh, my God, ew. No, this has saved me more than once. And uh, I'll share a story at, at the end of this about the, the, the bucket incident. So you... The first option is you go to these outdoor places, and they already got the buckets, and there's also a toilet seat attached. I kid you not. These are portable bathrooms. Uh, they're great for kids or grandkids and adults. Now, you know, uh, if you have no other option, you make yourself a little spot out there in the snow. I mean it. Next to the car, and most of the time, if you're in the campground, you're no one's out there but you, maybe some other people. But again, you know, nine times out of ten, you're not anywhere near anyone's going to see you. Maybe you have a system that you can put something up. Regardless, it's a toilet. I suggest that you get those hefty bags. You put those in there. On you know, line them in there. Fold them over the top. You put that seat back down on there. Now you've got a disposable waste bag. Now, in order to not replace that every time you do your business, because let's say you're there for a day or two, and you and your your partner, whoever that he or she may be, or he and he or she and she, don't matter. Big dog loves y'all. You're all sexy bitches. So what you do is you go and do your mess in there. Uh, you, you close the lid and you wait till the next, you know, the next person needs to use it. Um, my, I myself would say, get yourself again, purchase yourself a cheap old blanket. Uh, wow. Tongue tied. That's never happened. Uh, get yourself a cheap blanket, put that over. If you're going to keep it outside that way, you know, you go to sit down, at least it's somewhat protected from the elements. Okay. Cause I'm sure none of us want the outside toilet seat sticking to our ass cheeks. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, it, 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 the image is funny. And we, you may have a laugh later, probably not at the time. You know, it turns into the whole Christmas story thing, but with your ass cheeks, right? Just saying. Okay, so just to be, you know, protect yourself. Um, and if you need to keep the smell down again, winter or otherwise, or you're going to keep it in the truck, you know, you can use a spray or, you know, there's even powders that you can get out there. You know, uh, what I found, and this is really cheap to use, is that odor be gone stuff, you know, the pet stuff that you put in your carpet, you let it sit and then you vacuum up, sprinkle a little over the top of that, shut the lid. It, at least you're keeping the, the smell down, okay? That's if you have to keep it indoors or you can outdoors, doesn't matter. So that's how you, you, can, you can buy those pre-made or make your own. Now, how you make your own, and I have one of these and we've used it. Uh, God knows, I, uh, I got fishing stories to tell you that are just horrendous and river trips too. 
a whole other show. But uh, let me tell you that um, I didn't bring the bucket on on several occasions, and I wish I had. Uh, I don't mind doing my business out, you know, outside and out and about. And by the way, folks, another helpful hint from the big dog. We'll get back to the toilet making thing. I buy biodegradable flushable wipes, okay, and packs of three or four. I keep a huge pack of those in each car. I learned early on with kids, and I've been doing this for years, keep extra wipes, and I, I've been putting two in each vehicle, two packs. Keep those in your car because if, if oh, my God, you know, the messes. Do I have to go into it? And let's say for yourself, you're out and about, you got to pull over, do your business in the woods because, you you know, you're getting a uh, you, but you know, you've had it happen it, it, to me. It's always when I'm t- 10 to 20 miles away from, you know, a toilet or the house. Just, just saying, okay, keep those in your vehicle. I'm telling you, you will thank me and thank me and thank me. Um, time and time again, if you get those big freezer bags, the storage freezer bags, once you've opened those and you take a few out of them, you know, they never freaking seal, right? So they don't dry out, put them in the freezer bag. Push the air out, zip them closed, keep them where you can get to them in that vehicle. This is also going to be helpful and handy when you're using your outside toy toy there, okay? All right, there's that hint. So get yourself your 5, 10-gallon bucket, whatever the hell you want. Maybe you need a 20-gal. I don't know. You might be these these people that, you know, you need one. I'm just, I'm, I'm not judging. Listen, the big dog's not judging. I'm just saying, okay? I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. All right. So you get that. You uh, get yourself a swim noodle. Now, if you cannot find those, obviously in fall or winter seasons, sometimes you can. You can also go to your home repair area in your shore, your favorite, your shore. Man, I haven't even had anything to drink yet. Um, Your favorite store, okay, department store. Walmart, Myers, whatever it is where you live, you go in there, you go over there, they've got the gray, blackish colored foam that you would put over piping in your house. You know, it's insulated foam. Okay, that works too. Point is, you, you buy that, you take it back to your bucket, you basically run that around the surface of the outside top part of the bucket. Okay, what you're creating is a pad for you to sit on. Once you reach the desired length and you know it's going to fit on there snugly, you cut the desired length. You place it on the top for your, you know, your soft mounting area of your outdoor big dog advised toy toy. And uh, I would suggest taking very small amounts of caulk or glue, probably in, you know, like home glue that you can use a caulk gun on. Hot glue doesn't work with the poop, trust me. Uh put that around there, then shove your 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 foam insulated ring onto that, let it dry and it'll stay secure. Otherwise it's going to come off constantly. Um or um if you prefer, you can also use uh I've seen somebody do this. I'm not sure how comfortable it was, but they use clamps, you know? I just you know, that's sticking out there. It's like Dick and India. I don't I don't get that. That's because they wanted to put a bag in the bucket. Now, you should put a bag in this bucket too. 
okay? Um, if you want to make this removable, uh, all I suggest is that, you know, if you want to fumble with this thing, you know, taking it on and off and on and off uh, to put a bag in there, that you you have that option. Me, what I did is I, I you know, securely adhered ours to the bucket. I used small uh, little screws, and I mean tiny little self-starting screws on one side, uh, basically the inside, and just so that that inside part is screwed in. That way, I could still put a bag down in over that ring. And yeah, I'm sitting on a little bit of plastic, but it's soft, okay? And again, there's your toilet. Uh, or if you make it to where you're okay with, you know, putting that ring on there uh, and removing it. Because again, if you if you get the type where it sits on there very securely from, you know, the, I think the pool uh, noodles are probably the best. You can take it on and off and put your bag underneath or have it on top. Either way, we've reached the end of the segment. You, you, you've created a toilet. You've created a mobile, you know, poo-poo pee-pee device. I mean, peeing probably not so important because you can cop a squat or, you know, find a tree or something. Uh, but, you know, the number two business needs a little sit-down action. Um, and, you know, as I said, you keep those wipes, you make your toilet, and you can boondock. You can go winter camping. You can go winter camping. And, of course, your third option, which is real short part of this uh, talk and this fun we've had. Hopefully I haven't bored you to death. Um, and I'd love you for you to share your experiences with me. Again, uh, you know how to contact me. That's at thebigdogshow at yahoo.com. Thebigdogshow at yahoo.com. Send me your Send me your stuff. Send me your, your stories. I'd love to hear them. Uh, the third option, of course, is just finding a place where they've got cabin rentals, you know, at these state parks and other places. And, of course, then you don't have to worry about it because everything's self-contained. But, uh, you know, I want to get Mama Cat to do this, uh, do a winter boondock in the vehicle. and We stay warm. We cuddle. And I got to tell you, the vehicle stuff is really fun. You know, we sat out in a chair. Um, we did it in, uh, uh, summer this last year, met a great guy and his family. I mean, they live on the road 24 seven homeschool their kids. I mean, little, I am not going to say they weren't a little odd, but they were okay. They were friendly and how he makes his living is, is he gives advice and he does, um, RV, uh, inspections for people. And, uh, that's how he makes his living on the road. And I think the wife does something too. So, you know, it, we, we had a lot of fun. I'm telling you, it is fun. We sat in the chair and, um, you know, we were sitting by our vehicle. We, you know, police went by and waved every once in a while because, you know, they'd seen my car everywhere. Again, it drew a lot of attention, but they don't bother anybody. And we sat there and had a, had our, had a drink, you know, not crazy. Uh, we didn't have a fire because obviously we're in Walmart parking lot. But if had we been at a place, we could have had a fire, sat out in our chair, uh, winter or otherwise. And it was just great. Just being, just not being at home. You know, we love our home, but it's, it's that adventure. Um, and when we do these adventures, I have to tell you, we take a lot of great rides. We just pick a direction and we go and we'll go until we're tired. You know, as long as we got money to pay for gas and get snacks and food along the way and try to eat healthy snacks and food. And that's another thing big dog promotes here. Eat healthy if you can, um, you know, and do not drink and drive. Okay. That's one of my bigger messages, but you know, we had a drink that night. Um, it was beautiful, man. Had a cigar, had a little bit of scotch. Uh, we talked and about our kids and 
reminisced about when they were little and things, you know, in her life and my life and, you know, a connection, a connection. Um, you know, and then it was time to go to sleep and we, we packed up the chairs and put them back up top on the rack, you know, tied them up there and crawled in and locked the doors. And, you know, um, I had tinted windows so you couldn't really see in where we were sleeping and we cuddled up and we had a memory foam thing uh, on the floor. That's another thing we did, guys. I, I left that out. You know, I, I suggest that if you do this and it's something you have fun at doing, um, get yourself a memory foam. Now, if you're going to use a couple different vehicles for this, you know, you can you can still afford those, you know, pretty cheap. I mean, I'm not saying buy one in a box. Uh, I think we went to a place and bought some and had a cut or something. I don't remember. But uh, we put that down in there, and that was so comfortable, you know. And we slept better than we have slept in a long time. And, uh, you know, it was just a great getaway. We got up. We I made coffee right there. You know, we had our little camp stove, and I set that up, uh, you know, on a bucket and uh, heated up some water, had some instant coffee instead of going and spending money at a coffee shop, which sometimes we do. Again, that's part of the adventure, guys. Uh, you know, it's the travel and seeing different places. But, you know, we'll pick a, like I said, we'll pick a direction, go till we get tired and, and then we'll head back. Or we'll say, hey, you know what? We don't have any, we don't have to be back tomorrow. We'll have somebody check on the dogs. You know, normally my daughter's home uh, to take care of the dogs. But, you know, we just go. We'll spend another night. And, uh, you know, we, we try to prepare in advance for you know, the things that may go left, you know, making sure we got a little extra cash in case we've got to do something, uh, you know, or, or get a hotel or something, God forbid, uh, you know, make sure we got enough for gas, uh, enough for snacks and food and water, water being very important, you know, when you're out and about, uh, keep hydrated no matter what time of the year it is. Um, you know, phone chargers. I mean, as I said, I already laid out a lot of stuff. We just, we just love seeing, little towns and neighbor, you know, I won't say neighborhoods, but, you know, like farmland and going through these areas and seeing people's homes and their properties, just a lot of beautiful, beautiful things. And you don't know it's there unless, okay, unless you get out there and explore it for yourself, right? Right. All right. We're going to take another break, have some more music. And uh, I want you to just chill, get yourself a beverage of choice. We're going to take. Uh, this opportunity for those of you listening to the big dog on this break to get the ladies out, let them get some air, get up on top of your table, top of your chairs, ladies. This one's for you. Get up there, dance and enjoy. That's a big 10-4, 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 big
And we are back here on the Big Dog Show. Again, one of my favorite segments. Uh, you know, that one is for uh, uh, old times' sake. It, it's very nostalgic to the Big Dog Show, if you will. Uh, you know, those of you who are listening to me at work or if you're at home, you know, nobody's around. And I wouldn't, obviously, I wouldn't suggest it at work. I, I, I've always said that. Your, your employees, employers, uh, you know, uh, and or your co-workers may not appreciate the beauty of such things as I do and you do or the freedom that it represents during that break. And, uh, you know, if you're in a private place, your home, let them out. Let them out, ladies. Let them breathe. Let the girls out. And uh, we, I, I love that segment. You know, that's, that's one of our uh, fun focal points here on the one and only Big Dog Show. Give us a listen, will ya? Uh, you? What you need to do is go to the Michigan69podcast.com website. You will find my show page over there under the Big Dog Show. There is a player box for each episode. And uh, if you've missed one, you can go back and hear what I've said on that one or talked about on that one. And uh, just enjoy the fun and frivolity we try to have here on the Big Dog Show. And thanks for, again, thanks for coming back uh, here and listening to me. And I want to give a shout out, as always, to my good friend uh, out there, uh, Christopher Smith. uh, D.C. doing his thing out there, keeping people safe, um, doing the hard job. I support the blue line. I do. I really do. And men and women in uniform, no matter what the job is, whether it's military, police, firefighter, EMS, uh, nurses, doctors, if you're out there and uh, you're, you're working for the public and you're keeping people safe and healthy, you have the big dog's love, you sexy bitches, all of you. But uh, thank you for, uh, you know, like I said, coming over here and being part of the program. Uh, but get yourself out there. Have some adventures. You know, uh, you might as well try to do it while the gas prices are still low, at least for now. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Not getting political. Just saying. I don't think that they're going to hold where they're at much longer, uh, even, even if they go up. My point is, put aside a little money. Take some adventures. Get out and live. Okay? Live. Your concrete jungle is not living. Um, you know, going to tourist traps isn't really exactly living. Travel, meet people, check out new towns, check out their cafe, have a cup of coffee or tea. I don't know if you don't drink coffee, drink tea. I don't know. Don't stop in and get a water and some biscuits. Who knows? Um, again, it's amazing the things that you will come across and the, th- the places that you will see. And if, if you're like us, you know, we're lucky to where, where Kalamazoo is located in Southwest Michigan. Uh, it's not too far for us to travel over a couple of different borders to a couple of different states and to just travel and see things. Um, you know, we have driven, Mama Cat and I have driven as long as four to six hours on a journey just to get away, uh, discover a place, find out something interesting about it, and then gone back and revisited. You know, uh, this that's how we roll sometimes. And I'm telling you, uh, it's, it's kind of a short version of RVing and traveling, you know, except you're doing it in your SUV or the car of your comfort. And if you're the type that wants to stay at a hotel or a bed and breakfast, go for it. I mean, if you come to Kalamazoo, I suggest Henderson Castle. Okay. I'm just, I'm biased, but, uh, thanks for listening. As I said, check us out over at the Michigan69podcast.com on the uh, big dog show page. 
you can also uh, find us at Red Circle. Um, it will be up in the show playing box there. A- episodes will appear there. Uh, we have paranormal episodes up there as well on the Paranormal Rage page. That's what it's called, Paranormal Rage at Red Circle. And uh, you can find the Big Dog Show there. And, uh, you know, soon, hopefully, maybe we'll uh, have this show over at Bruce Radio. But for now, check us out there. Um, okay? Do me a favor. Just give us a listen. And, again, any show ideas, any comments, anything that you'd like to slide to the Big Dog, just send them to the Big Dog Show at Yahoo.com. Okay? The Big Dog Show at Yahoo.com. All right. Well, I mean. We had a little music. We we spent time, and you spent time listening to me waste another probably a good hour, half hour, 45 minutes, whatever it may be with the big dog. And you know I appreciate it. Come on. You know I appreciate it. You're here with me in the dog pound every time you're on the uh, show. Uh, I look forward to doing some live broadcasts here in the future, uh, having you folks on with me on the phone uh, so that we can interact. But all you sexy bitches, stay safe and healthy out there. No drinking and driving, okay? And drugs are bad, okay? If you got to use the CBD or if you got to use any of the marijuana, uh, you know, with the THC in it, guys, just be safe, okay? Be safe how you're doing this stuff. Um, that's all I ask because I want to see you here again on the one and only Big Dog Show. We'll talk to you again.